Hare Krishna, welcome to the 11th episode of Sri Shopanishad series and today's topic is verse number, mantra number 10 of Sri Shopanishad. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadatisva Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathanvitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishatanvitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Dhinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvisesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna welcome to this 11th episode Sri Shopanishad mantra 10 Virendra Prabhu is asking has the video started yes very much all right Word to word from here. Anyat. So repeat after me. Anyat. Eva. Ahu. Vidyaya. Anyat. Ahu. Avidyaya. Iti. Shushruma. Dhiranam. Ye. Nah Tat Vichachakshire So line by line we'll read from here in the top Prabhuji Anya Deva Hur Vidyaya Anyadahur avidyaya itishushrumadhiranam yenastadvichachakshire. You see here, this word nyad is actually not nyat, it's anyad. So here, vidyaya, you see, vidyaya. 
and then anyat if you see the word to word vidyaya and then anyat if you join together becomes vidyaya anyat so but because it is in different lines so we will um, pronounce the anyat ahura avidyaya <clears throat> so we'll chant again anyadevahur vidyaya anyadahur avidyaya iti shushrumadhiranam yenastadvichachakshire all right translation and purport by his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami shri prabhupad ki jai translation the wise have explained that one result is derived from the culture of knowledge and that a different result is obtained from the culture of nations so we will map the english and the sanskrit anya devahur vidyaya so that is one result is derived from the culture of knowledge that is the first line you see that is anya devahur vidyaya anya dahur avidyaya and that a different result is obtained from the culture of nations this is the second line iti shushruma dhiranam actually you see shushruma means i heard so that heard part is not here in this translation hmm iti shushruma dhiranam that means from the wise uh, from the wise we have heard or i have heard and then that is uh, only the wise is here i have heard from that is not here so because they have explained so it is understood that we are hearing so iti shushruma shushruma means i heard thus uh, iti means thus uh, one result is obtained what is that one result is derived from the culture of knowledge and a different result is obtained from the culture of nations thus i have heard from the sober dhiranam means here you see from the sober sober who is the sober we will go to that sober means the wise sober means the wise yenastad vichachakshire as they have explained to us hmm. see ye who to us explained see as they have explained to us so the wise have explained like this it comes right now this dhira dhiranam who is a dhira we have a definition in the bhagavad gita very basic verse chapter 2 text 13 dehinosmin yatha dehe kaumaram yauvanam jara tatha dehantara praapte dhirastatra namohyati so dhira this is dhiranam who is dhira the sober who is sober means what sober means one who is not agitated one who is not agitated by so called material happiness and so called material distress 
he is not depressed when there is a material distressful condition and he is not overly elated when there is a materially happy situation or a favorable circumstance. He is just in both the cases he is very fixed in his Krishna consciousness and such a person you see what happens as the embodied soul continuously passes in this body from boyhood to youth to old age the soul similarly passes into another body at death a sober person is not bewildered by such a change so when somebody dies he does not he is not moved he is not uh, confused he is not what is that Uh, perplexed he is he perfectly understands what's going on that the soul has left the body and he also understands that we, we don't live together forever in this material world. So that is sober, who is not, oh, somebody died, okay, they cry until, you know, the voices go, um, you know, the voices completely, you know, no, are no more. So no, not like that. And he is not confused and he, he knows. So that is called sober. And the sobriety will come only with knowledge. A sober person is not bewildered by such a change. That means he understands all these things. So once you understand things, then you are not confused. If you don't understand, then it is all bewildering. So that is dhira nam. So such dhira, such dhira, um, and actually there is another verse, 216 also. So such dhira, you see how they come to that understanding. 2.16 Nasato vidyate bhavo nabhavo vidyate sataha Ubhayorapidrishtontas tvanayostatvadarshibhihim So the dhira is also called tatvadarshibhi because he actually can see the truth. Hmm. That's why he, he does not become agitated. How those who are seers of the truth have concluded that of the non-existent, the material body, there is no endurance. That means they know that this material body is bound to perish. And of the eternal, the soul, there is no change. The soul will never die and never did it take birth. And the body never had it taken birth and never, it is is always a dead thing. And it is bound to just uh, perish. You see, so in of the material body, there is no endurance and of the eternal, there is no change. This they have concluded by studying the nature of both. That is the important point. How did they come to, how did they come to become dhira and uh, knowledgeable? Because they have studied in depth. The stu- what is, nature of both means what? Of the impermanent and the permanent, of the material and of the spiritual. So they have studied everything in depth. Then they have come to this uh, wise conclusion that the soul never dies and the body does not actually live. What we call, then what is this body then? Why is it Why is it alive? Why it looks all moving? Uh, it is just like a glove. If you wear a glove, then that glove moves as you move your hand. So, but the glove is not alive just because it is moving. You inside are moving it. So, therefore it moves. Similarly, our body is now moving because of the soul. The soul, we are, the actu- we are actually the soul, we are not this body. So, this body is like the glove on the soul. So, now this body is all moving, but when the soul leaves the body, just like when you remove your hand from the glove, the glove will not move. 
it will have five fingers but it will not move just like that this body will have hands this body will have legs this body will have a face but it will not move or a car you know so clothes are one example of um, how the body is attached to the soul the other example is the car a vehicle so if even if it has the best engine in the world but if there is no driver it will not move so similarly uh, we are the driver of this car of the material body and it has a very good engine inside it has so many parts it is working all nicely very well constructed um, by the mercy of the lord and we can um, use it as long as it is usable and when the body becomes old and it's no more you know just like a car when it becomes old then you just discard it and buy a new car i don't know if in other countries but in singapore we have to discard our cars in 10 years how much ever expensive the car is after 10 years you have to sell it if you want to keep it you can keep it for another 10 years and you have to pay a lot of money to keep that so so everything has a lifetime so similarly our body has a lifetime and then soul just goes into another body so after having studying studied the nature of both the material and the spiritual natures they have concluded this and because of this conclusion they are very dhira very sober very knowledgeable and they are not agitated by circumstantial movements situations okay so iti shushruma dhiranam yenas tadvichachakshire the wise have explained now we the other verse 216 of bhagavad gita 2.16 we have learned that the material the body does not last it will perish one day the soul will never die always is existing so that is the nature of the spirit and matter now this today's verse ishopanishad mantra 10 is um how the process of material nature uh, material process and the spiritual process um what is material process like in 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 ignorance going after sense gratification so these things this is actually material process just to you know enjoy our senses or enjoy our mind enjoy our mind so these things are the material process whereas spiritual process means to understand that i am a soul oh i should not participate in this material so called pious and impious activity i should engage myself in krishna's service so that is vidyaya the the process of vidya so the wise has have explained that one result is derived from the culture of knowledge <clears throat> the culture of knowledge to have knowledge is one thing but to actually act on it to act on the knowledge is called the culture of knowledge um, to realize it theoretically just like in science there is theory and there is also practical lesson in laboratory so you if if h2o is water then there is anyway we were drinking water if h2o is water then in the if you know hydrogen and oxygen mix together and becomes water if that is what we learn in the textbooks that's what we need to prove in the laboratory so the hydrogen and oxygen is actually mixed and water is formed oh then yes okay that is understanding it realizing it so that is the culture that is the that is the practical application of knowledge 
see the upanishads are are a little bit um, very philosophical so <laughs> some people can get you know it's like a little bit over the head sometimes um, but that's how the shrutis are the smritis whereas in the like bhagavatam and you know mahabharat they are very uh, story for, in a story format so it's easily digestible especially in kali yuga um, whereas upanishads is it's not um, easily digestible actually for many people so sometimes you know these things seem a little abstract but just try to be patient and uh, try to understand um, these are all practically displayed in the pastimes of devotees as we have we learned from bhagavatam and chaitanya charitamrita all these things are um, actually um, evident in the pastimes of the devotees and the lord all right <clears throat> now purport as advised in the thir- chapter 13 of the bhagavad gita 13.8 through 12 13.8-12 One should culture knowledge in the following way So there are 18 I think points Yeah 18 points So now we will read that We will just go to the actual verse so, And we will come back here What he is saying in that um, You know 18-12 Sorry 13.8-12 Um अमानित्वं अदंभित्वं अहिंसाक्षातिराज्यवं आचार्योपासनं शौचं स्थैर्यं आत्मविनिग्रह इंद्रियार्थेषु वैराग्यं अनहंकार एव च जन्म मृत्युज्जराव्याधि दुःखदोषानुदर्शनं असक्तिर अनभिश्वंगः पुत्रदारगृहादिषु नित्यं च समचित्तत्वं इष्टानिष्टोपत्तिषु मयचानन्ययोगेन भक्तिरव्यभिचारिणी विविक्तेशन संसदी अध्यात्मज्ञानदर्शन एक प्रोक्त अज्ञान यदी Okay, before we read, we read the whole thing, you see what Krishna is saying at the end. All these, all these are declared to be knowledge and besides this, whatever they may be is ignorance. So, this is the culture of knowledge. So, what is that? Humility, pridelessness, non-violence, tolerance, simplicity, approaching the bona fide spiritual master acharya pasanam cleanliness steadiness self control renunciation of the objects of sense gratification absence of false ego the perception of the evil of birth death old age and disease detachment freedom from entanglement with children wife home and the rest even mindedness amid pleasant and unpleasant events constant and unalloyed devotion to me aspiring to live in a solitary place detachment from the general mass of people accepting the importance of self realization and philosophical search for the absolute truth all these i declare to be knowledge and besides this whatever they may be 
is ignorance. So, today's verse, Anya Devahur Vidyaya, Anya Dahur Avidyaya, Itishushrumadhiranam, Yenastad Vichachakshire. So, whatever they may be is ignorance other than this. So, this is the culture, what we have, what is here is the culture of knowledge, Vidyaya. And by cultivating these things, one becomes advanced in spiritual life. And in fact, all these good qualities are automatically visible in the body of a devotee. As we, you know, there are so many things to learn, right? Humility, pridelessness, non-violence. You know, sometimes some things appear similar like humility and pridelessness. But, you know, you see the Sanskrit. Amanitvam adambhitvam. Amanitvam, that means um, humility, not expecting any uh, respect from others. That is humility. And pridelessness means not to think, um, not to think great of oneself. Uh, pridelessness. Adambhitvam, dambha. Dambha means, you know, like pride. So, uh, mana. Mana means respect. Amanitvam, that means not expecting respect. So, that is what Trinadapisunichena, Tarorapisahishnuna, Amanina, Manadena. See, Amanina means to not expect respect. That is humility. But Manadena, Mana means respect, Dena. We, we have to give respect to others, but not expect res- respect in return. Amanina, Manadena, Kirtaniya, Sada. In that humble and tolerant mood, one can actually chant Hare Krishna all the time. Why we can't chant you know, many rounds? Because we, we don't have these qualities. Um, what is that? Humility and tolerance. That is the key. Amanitvam adambhitvam. So, amanina manadena. Hmm. So, you see, in English, humility and pridelessness kind of um, uh, seems the same, sounds the same, but it is not. Um, so when you know the Sanskrit, then you will okay, then you will understand more closely. Another anahankara. Again, if you see the English translation, humility is one thing, and pridelessness is one thing, right? Now, absence of false ego. Again, this also sounds the same thing, right? But this is different. Again, that means. The sense of I am the doer, that is not there. I am the doer of something, that is not there. False ego, false identity, or false um, to think that I am this body, that is false ego. To identify with myself my as a body and my bodily extension, I belong to this family, I belong to this nation, I belong to this race, I belong to this species, all these things are ahankar, uh, false identification. So that is anahankara. And humility means not to expect any respect from others. That means we should do our best always and never respect, uh, expect respect. Not that, oh, I did something good for him and then he did not say anything, you know. He, we cannot be, <laughs> we cannot be, um, you know, demanding it. And that is humility. And not even think about it. I, I don't deserve any respect, just like the Acharya. Of course, it is not to be imitated. Uh, we are not in the plane where like, you know, Krishna Das Kavraj Goswami is saying that I am less than the, I am worse than the worm in the stool. He is so humble. Uh, so, that kind of um, humility is, is very high grade. Mm. 
if one can think like that that is very high grade so of course we must work towards that uh, so that is humility and pridelessness means not to um, what is that adamb dambha means pride uh, to think highly of oneself i have you know i have done this i have done so these things so there is slight differences so sometimes when we see the words when they when they like sound similar actually they're not really similar there is slight differences there okay so these are the things that are to be expected in a person who has all the um, knowledge now what is knowledge what is education okay we have um couple of verses in the ninth chapter second verse actually the fourth chapter also is full about knowledge transcendental knowledge ninth chapter also ಜವಿದ್ಯಾಜಗುಹ್ಯಂ ಪವಿತ್ರಮುತ್ತಮಂ ಪ್ರತ್ಯಕ್ಷಾವಗಮಂ ಧರ್ಮ್ಯಂ ಸುಸುಖಂ ಕರ್ತಮವ್ಯಯಂ ದಿಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ದ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಜುಕೇಶನ್ ದ ಮೋಸ್ಟ್ ಸೀಕ್ರೆಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ಸೀಕ್ರೆಟ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಪ್ಯೂರೆಸ್ಟ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಗಿವ್ಸ್ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ ಪರ್ಸೆಪ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಬ್ಯಾರಿಯಲೈಸೇಷನ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಪರ್ಫೆಕ್ಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ರಿಲಿಜನ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಎವರ್ಲಾಸ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಜಾಯ್ಫುಲಿ ಪರ್ಫಾರ್ಮ್ಡ್ ಸೊ ದಿಸ್ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಕಾನ್ಷಿಯಸ್ನೆಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಅ ಕಿಂಗ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಜುಕೇಶನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಕನ್ಫರ್ಮ್ ಬೈ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ in the shrimad bhagavatam in the seventh canto fifth chapter verses 23 and 24 shri praharadu vacha shravanam kirtanam vishnoh smaranam padasevanam archanam vandanam dasyam sakhyam atmanivedanam iti pumsarpita vishnoh bhaktis chenna valakshana kriyeta bhagavat yadha tanmanye dhitam uttamam Prahlad Maharaj said hearing and chanting about the transcendental holy name form qualities paraphernalia and pastimes of lord vishnu remembering them serving the lotus feet of the lord offering the lord respectful worship with 16 types of paraphernalia offering prayers to the lord becoming his servant considering the lord one's best friend and surrendering everything unto him in other words serving him with body mind and words these nine processes are accepted as pure devotional service one who has dedicated his life to the service of krishna through these nine methods should be understood to be the most learned person for he has acquired complete knowledge see that that is complete knowledge uh, who has dedicated his life to krishna through these nine methods is understood to be the most learned person he has acquired complete knowledge so that is culture of knowledge and although there are so many things that you know humility pridelessness these that are so many good uh, things that we need to cultivate these are automatically uh, found when we when, in a in a devotee when when one practices devotional service automatically all these qualities come um, like pride pride by killing animals that is also pride because we think that our lives matter but their animals life don't matter just like now there is a black lives matter because probably white were thinking our lives matter more than your lives kind of consciousness so that is pride um and to think that animal lives don't matter only human lives matter that is also pride so animal killing uh, comes from pride 
यस्यास्ति भक्तिर प्रभु सेइंग द स्क्रीन इज वाटरी व्हाट इज दैट आई डोंट नो फॉर मी इट इट लुक्स फाइन फॉर मी आई थिंक द द लाइव स्ट्रीम इज गोइंग वेल विदाउट एनी इंटरप्शन and without any delay so let me know in the comments if everything is all right for you everybody <coughs> so this is uh, shrimad bhagavatam 5.18.12 so here all the demigods and their exalted qualities such as religion knowledge and renunciation become manifest in the body of one who has developed unalloyed devotion for the supreme personality of godhead vasudeva on the other hand a person devoid of devotional service uh, and engaged in the material activities has no good qualities so that is the culture of nations so those okay everybody says it's good looks fine all right so if we um so in here also in this verse you can see the um, culture of knowledge and nations so one who is in devotional service automatically all the religion knowledge and renunciation become manifest in the in the character of the devotee if he is practicing nicely um on the other hand a person devoid of devotional service and engaged in material activities has no good qualities even if he is adept at the practice of mystic yoga or the honest endeavor of maintaining his family and relatives which is by the way um in the culture of nations to just maintain the family something some people think it is very honorable to maintain family members oh i'm i'm taking care of my family but actually that's still in the in in the culture of nations it is not counted among the uh, culture of knowledge whereas materially it is counted among the culture of knowledge like an educated person is supposed to take care of his family and you know have a stable job and also be faithful to his family and provide for his family so that is considered a, a, um, an educated man's behavior but according to vedic scriptures even that does not come under the purview of education it is not that one should not one should neglect the family that is not what is being told here the thing is <coughs> just to maintain materially the family members <coughs> it is found even in animals ahara nidra bhaya maithuna maithuna means sex so sex life you know is the cause of family life and the responsibility of taking care of the family members everything is um comes under that so that is one of the principles of animals animal life as well so that itself without krishna consciousness just maintaining family members it's it's nowhere um, it, it is not knowledge it's still in the in the field of ignorance so even if he is adept at the practice of mystic yoga even if he is a mystic yogi you know all getting yogic powers even that is nations because it is all material everything is all that is material yogic powers as fantastic as it may seem or they can control other people's minds they can become lighter than the lightest heavier than the heaviest but ultimately it doesn't help it has nothing to do with the soul so it's still in the culture of nations um, so we should not get attracted to these attractive features of uh, ignorance this is mayar vaibhav this is the opulence of maya with the glittering effect of maya which is actually untrue so even if he is adapted all these things he must even at the honest endeavor of maintaining his family members and relatives 
he must be driven by his own mental speculations and must engage in the service of the Lord's external energy, which is Maya, which is also called Avidya, which is ignorance. Maya is ignorance. How can there be any good qualities in such a man? So, a, a, a person who is cult, culturing or cultivating the process of nations or ignorance, he can have no good qualities. He can have no good qualities. So, that is explained in this verse. Okay, you know what? You just excuse me for a while because... Because it's affecting my eyes. I can't let that be on. Okay, you just excuse me for one minute. I'll just come back. Alright, I'm sorry about that. There was this air condition that was on and it was blowing into my face and my eyes were getting all dry. So, you know, my eyes were tearing up. Okay. So, this is the culture of knowledge and nations. Okay, so... There are, I mean, many, many verses, but just that, hmm, we can just take another one. What is that? Yasyatma buddhe kuna petri dhatuke. Svadhihi kalatradi shubhauma ijyadhihi Yattirtha buddhihi salilena karheche Janeshva bhigneshu saeva gokharaham So, here it is said, One who identifies his self as the inert body composed of mucus, bile and air, who assumes his wife and family are permanently his own, who thinks an earthen image or the land of his birth is worshipable, or who sees a place of pilgrimage as merely the water there, but who never identifies himself with, feels kinship with, worships or even visits those who are wise in spiritual truth, such a person is no better than a cow and an ass. So, if you have understood. So, whoever thinks that this body which is made of, what is this body made of? Mucus, bile and air. Basically, Tridhatu. According to Ayurveda, this is Tridhatu. So, Kapha, Pitta and Vata or Vayu. So, these are the ingredients and whenever there is an imbalance in these uh, elements, 
one gets sick. So that is how Ayurvedic uh, treatment uh, or anal analysis is. So one who identifies this body with his self, he is an ignorant person and if he thinks his wife and family are his own, then that is ignorance. And one who thinks an earthen image, that means, you know, um, deity is not an earthen image, is authorized form. But if you just worship stone, like in India, there are some villages, you know, there are some, some stone, they will just tie a cloth and then they will start worshipping it under the tree and then start, start building some temple on it. You know, this kind of thing is not... Um, is also a feature of ignorance. In fact, if you worship stone, you'll become a ghost. Uh, it is said. So, but Archavigraha, that is totally different. Uh, and Krishna comes in the form of, uh, in in the form of any of these, you know, sand or stone or metal or wood, or paint and all these things. So that is not um, earthen image. That is not just some whimsical worship. That is authorized worship. In fact, Krishna himself, when he was speaking to Uddhava. He established the whole deity worship and in fact Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also established um, deity worship when he was explaining to Sanatana Goswami and asked him to write books on how to do deity worship and everything. So, um, and one who worships his land of birth, the patriotism, if one is patriotic about his land of birth, yes, I belong to this country, we are, you know, this is all feature of ignorance because again that comes from, it springs from the bodily concept of life. And then one who goes to a pilgrimage only to bathe there in the water, in the river, but then never associates with the devotees and doesn't hear about Krishna topics. So that is actually a feature of ignorance because a cow or an ass also does all these things. The ass or a cow also um, thinks they are, you know, the material body and, you know, their family members are their own and they also, you know, wherever they are, they don't want to move. They actually are attached to their land also. Like even the dogs, if you see, they have their own um, demarcation of area. And if another dog comes, they protect. You know, they, they, they fight with them. They protect their, uh, their flock from the foreigner dog. So he has to get visa, otherwise, you know. <laughs> so, that, so similarly, um, so that is, a, that is visible in the animals. And same with the humans also. We have border controls based on you know who is qualified and not qualified to enter so this is like that is you know and also to fight especially fight as war and all that based on identification with the country so these things are features of ignorance and one who goes to pilgrimage and just drinks and you know bathes in the water holy rivers even a cow can do that um, you know like sometimes cow go into the temple or you know Sometimes donkeys or dogs, you know, all these anim common animals, they go into the temple premises, you know, they also, you know, um, and but they don't hear about Krishna. So, these are all features of ignorance. Ignorance. So, going back to the verse, so those things that are mentioned in that 13.8 through 12. That is explained in English here. Hmm? One should culture knowledge in the following way. One should become a perfect gentleman and learn to give proper respect to others. You see, this is humility. In the other, in actual verse, it is verse translated as humility. But if you see, amanitvam, hmm, that means not expecting respect but giving respect to others. One should become a perfect gentleman and learn to give proper respect to others. 
टू वन शुड नॉट पोज हिमसेल्फ एज अ रिलीजन इज सिंपली फॉर नेम एंड फेम अदम्भित्वम वन शुड नॉट बिकम अ सोर्स ऑफ एंगजाइटी टू अदर्स बाय द एक्शन ऑफ हिज बॉडी बाय द थाट्स ऑफ हिज माइंड और बाय हिज वर्ड्स वन शुड नॉट बिकम अ सोर्स ऑफ एंगजाइटी टू अदर्स बाय द एक्शन ऑफ हिज बॉडी बाय थाट्स ऑफ हिज माइंड और बाय हिज वर्ड्स one should learn forbearance even in the face of provocation from others hmm. tolerance even in the face of provocation from others hmm. one should learn to avoid duplicity in his dealings with others one should be straightforward and honest one should search out a bona fide spiritual master who can lead him gradually to the stage of spiritual realization to the stage of and sorry and one must one must submit himself to such a spiritual master render him service and ask relevant questions see one should search out a bona fide spiritual master and surrender to him and ask relevant questions so this is actually um 4.34 acharya upasanam you know taking shelter of a spiritual master means how to do it tadvidhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya upadekshanti te gyanam gyanina astatva darshinah so that is explained here um one must surrender one must ask relevant questions and one must serve the spiritual master and that way one has to surrender and then in order to approach the platform of self realization one must follow the regulative principles enjoined in the revealed scriptures one must be fixed in the tenets of the revealed scriptures one should completely refrain from practices which are detrimental to the to the interest of self realization one should not accept more than he requires for the maintenance of the body one should not falsely identify himself with the gross material body nor should one consider those who are related to his body to be his own one should always remember that as long as he has a material body he must face the miseries of repeated birth old age disease and death there is no use in making plans to get rid of these miseries of the material body the best course is to find out the means by which one may regain his spiritual identity hmm. this is called janma mrityu jara vyadhi dukkha dosha dukkha doshana darshanam one should not be attached to more than the necessities of life required for spiritual advancement one should not be more attached to wife children and home than the revealed scriptures ordain one should not be happy or distressed over desirables and undesirables knowing that such feelings are just creation created by the mind one should not become an unalloyed sorry one should become an unalloyed devotee of the personality of god shri krishna and serve him with rapt attention one should develop a liking for residence in a secluded place with a calm and quiet atmosphere favorable for spiritual culture and one should avoid congested places where non devotees congregate this is good for one's own spiritual life but then as preachers we have to live in fact bhakti siddhan saraswati thakur was the exact opposite he wanted to live in the most congested parts of the um world and if if there's a big city yes in the heart of the city we should have our temple that's that was his thinking always and even prahlad maharaj also said like that um so this is for preaching to help them but for oneself one should stay away from the people so how to do this that one should stay away from them and then one should preach to them how to do these both things so therefore we have temple where devotees can congregate and one can stay away from non devotee association but at the same time when we preach then we go and give our association and not take their association 
So, this is how it is done. <coughs> so, residence in a secluded place alone and as or you can be in the association of devotees. Actually, there is a what is that? There is a verse a person desiring liberation from material bondage must give up the association of persons interested in sex life and should not employ his senses externally in seeing, hearing, talking, walking and so on. A person desiring liberation, he should behave like this. One should always stay in a secluded place, completely fixing his mind at the lotus feet of the un unlimited personality of Godhead. And if one wants any association at all, he should associate with persons similarly engaged. And especially for Kali Yuga, it is, it is advised that we stay together with devotees because alone, we are not as strong uh, to keep ourselves um, um, I mean, strong against the attack of Maya. Because there have been instances even in Satya Yuga, when the time was much more favorable for spiritual cultivation, sages have fallen prey to, you know, uh, materialistic desires like Vishwamitra Muni and, you know, many others. So, Shaubhari Muni. So, there is, um, there, there are these examples. Um, so, especially in Kali Yuga, where everything is like very, just like Ajamil, how he fell down, how he became such a sinful man. Because he was alone, he saw a, a prostitute, you know, having a relationship with a man and, you know, getting intimate and he lost his control. And nowadays, even publicly, everybody is doing it, kissing and all that. So, these things disturb and alone, our mind, especially in Kali Yuga, very, very disturbed. Um, what is that? Um, uh, what is that? Prayen alpayu shahasabhya. Kalavasmin yogejana, mandaha sumanda matayo, manda bhagya upadruta. Upadruta, this is Bhagavatam 1.1.10. Um, disturbed, always disturbed. Uh, this is especially in Kali Yuga. So disturbed and distracted. So, therefore, it is better to stay in the association of devotees, and that's why Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also taught us this Sankirtan Yagya. Uh, what is that? Sangopangastra Parshadam, Krishna Varnam Dvishakrishnam, Sangopangastra Parshadam. So there is Sangha, um, there is this, and then Yajnaihi Sankirtana Prayaya. So Sankirtana Yajna means congregational chanting, not alone chanting or crying in the wilderness, you know, crying in the forest. No, with devotees. One should always, um, yeah. So if one wants an association at all, he should. Associate with persons similarly engaged. And the Sanskrit is Yunjita Tad Vratishu Sadhu Shuchet Prasanga. Prasanga. You see? Prasanga, one wants association. Tad Vratishu with persons of the same category desiring liberation from material bondage. So, in this way, one has to um, live. 
one should become a scientist or philosopher and conduct research into spiritual knowledge recognizing that spiritual knowledge is permanent whereas material knowledge ends with the death of the body when we talk about the scientists we are not talking about becoming albert einstein or some you know thomas edison we are not talking about them scientist means they actually they are not scientists real scientist means um one who understands the science of existence now the so called scientists they do not know that we are the soul actually it is science it is not just a matter of faith that we are thinking we are the soul you know we are having faith that we are the soul no it is completely scientific this krishna consciousness movement is scientific we are the soul and we the, the dimension of the soul see scientific means everything is a detail right so there is dimension of the soul how big the soul is or how small rather so it is 1/10000 the tip of the hair the upper portion of the hair if you take the hair the upper portion is so fine and then you divide that into 10000 parts that one part is the size of the soul balagrasat bhagasya satadhakalpitasya cha jeevo bhav bhago savigyeh sacha sachanantyaya kalpate the upanishads are explaining the science so this is a science the re- real science is this science of god um, it is god is not just a matter of faith it's a science he is the source of every- everybody is you know what is the scientist researching on some space exploration or the digging the earth to find what is in the earth and you know all kinds of things they're doing but krishna is saying i am the owner of all these things so the real science is to not only understand all the things but also to understand the knower of the things as well so that in that is entire uh, culture of science so one should become a scientist or philosopher and conduct research into spiritual knowledge so we have to that's research means we don't have to like you know um get a microscope and telescope and try to do some research with our senses we're not going to get far with our senses uh, research means we have to study the scriptures in depth sitting in one place just by reading the scriptures which are apaurusheya they are not written by uh, uh, imperfect human beings they are written by the supreme personality of god so he has given us for example jalajanava lakshani sthavara lakshavimsati krimayorudra sankhyaka pakshinam dashalakshanam trimshal lakshah chatushpada chatullakshah manushah the number of species in each category is mentioned in the in the padma puran there are 900000 types of fishes fish and there are um, 1. Point, what is that no 2 million types of trees 1.1 million types of reptiles and insects and 1 million species of birds 3 million species of uh, quadrupeds which are four legged animals and finally 400000 human species sitting in one place we have the entire knowledge of all the species whereas the scientists they are you know every now and then they're finding out a new species oh never before found never before seen you know when they went to that mariana trench and they saw there was there were fish there you know how much atmospheric pressure there is at mariana trench mariana trench is 11 kilometers deep 11 kilometers deep under the ocean there's no way there is any sunlight there completely pitch dark and the amount of water that is there 11. Point, i think 7 km i don't know 
11.3 kilometers or something like that. So that much amount of water, apart from the already already the atmospheric pressure, which is already there, you know, the amount of pressure that is there under those circumstances is unimaginable. You know how they went to that Mariana Trench? They had this very very strong, uh, like a like a like a what is that? Like a submarine kind of thing. So they they stay inside that, and that walls are so thick that they can hold off that water which is so you know, when you go under the water the pressure is immense in fact when you when the divers those who are divers when they dive deep into the water they cannot immediately go all the way down they have to go gradually down and down and down and down step by step because if they go just down like that the change in atmospheric pressure will and they, are, they can only go until so far i think a few hundred meters down they can't go beyond that because the human body cannot take the pressure the body will implode it the, the body will be crushed just like you know when a, when a truck is on the on on a on a hand you know how what will happen when a truck you know the pressure of the truck just it becomes you know like a chapati <laughs> so that's what will happen in the mariana trench you know the pressure is so much that if the the humans they, they they went there they went in this capsule of this thick walls and all and if that somehow under the pressure it collapsed and if the capsule actually was not there and if they went on in the capsule and they opened the doors of the capsule finished they will be crushed you know inside that is how it is but there were fish going how are they managing the the uh, the mammoth pressure under the water krishna has given them body to, to live there we think it is impossible to live in such conditions this is our um, you know stupidity the scientists think that nobody can live in the sun so hot you know millions of degrees who can live but there is suitable body to live there just like in the mariana trench there is suitable body for the fish to live there he he can hold off that pressure of immense you know how many thousands of atmospheres i don't know what is the calculation but that much amount of weight he can hold and he can swim as if there is nothing so these are um, you know they are just finding when they went there oh there is a new species here wow never before heard never before seen this fish but we sitting in one place don't have to go all the way deep down and then risk our lives there but we can uh, understand how many species in aquatics and how many trees and everything one place and what are the speeds of the planets what is the orbit like astrology for example they calculate you know how they calculate just sit down in one place and calculate how they know what the planets moving where and what how are they you know situated everything how they know there is a science krishna has revealed so if we study that science that is proper research that means we actually have to study the scriptures that are already given to us then we can understand everything hmm. there is no in fact if with our own senses if we try to do research so called quote unquote research that will not that is very imperfect because our senses are imperfect so one should become a scientist or philosopher and conduct research into spiritual knowledge recognizing that spiritual knowledge is permanent whereas material knowledge ends with the death of the body so these 18 items combine to form a gradual process by which real knowledge can be developed 
except for these all other methods are considered to be in the category of nations Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur, a great Acharya, maintained that all forms of material knowledge are merely external features of the illusory energy and that by culturing them, one becomes no better than an ass. We have seen that in, in the song, Vidyar Vilasya. Yesterday's episode, we have seen, we have gone through the entire song. So that, Bhaktivinoda Thakur is saying, you see, it makes an ass out of the eternal soul. The same principle is found here in Sri Ishopanishad. By advancement of material knowledge, modern man is simply being converted into an ass. Some materialistic politicians and spiritual guys decry the present system of civilization as satanic, but unfortunately they do not care about the culture of real knowledge as it is described in the Bhagavad Gita. Thus they cannot change the satanic situation. This is so important. Just to criticize um something like for example the materialistic civilization is not enough there has to be an alternative similarly in our ISKM ISKCON <laughs> after Prabhupada's departure they are you know um, leading people into the path of ignorance by teaching them that the Diksha Guru doesn't have to be a um, pure devotee that's a, that's a path of nations path of ignorance they are teaching them so, we can criticize them, but then if we don't have uh, an alternative, I mean a viable, uh, if we don't care about the culture as it said, a culture of real knowledge, then we cannot change the situation. So, just by harping on, you know, they're, they're, they're wrong, they're wrong, they're wrong, doesn't do any good. Uh, doesn't mean that everything becomes right all, uh, automatically. No. We have to, just like Prabhupada, when he saw that his God brothers were not um, carrying forward the preaching mission of Gaudiya Math that Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur started. He, he went and he continued with actually what is necessary to do, that is to preach. So, he went and did. So, that's what we need to do as well. We should understand, yes, there is wrong there, but that's, that's not the end of it. That's just like, as I said in the Ritvik webinar series in the last episode, that's just 10% of it to understand what is wrong. Now, next thing is to understand what is right. And even that is not much. To act on it, that is the real deal. And to help everybody on the right platform, that is the correct thing to do. <clears throat> so here also it is said, some materialistic politicians and spiritual guys decry the present system of civilization as satanic, but unfortunately they do not care about the culture of real knowledge as it is described in the Bhagavad Gita. Thus they cannot change the satanic situation. In the modern society, even a boy thinks himself self-sufficient and pays no respect to elderly men pays no respect to elderly men. Due to the wrong type of education being imparted in our universities, boys all over the world are giving their elders headaches. In fact, nowadays it is, uh, you can call the police. If, you, if your parents, you know, they, they scold or, you know, uh, try to chastise or discipline the child, they can call the police and, you know, get, get the parents arrested. This is the kind of civilization that is going on in the present moment. Thus, Sri Ishopanishad very strongly warns that the culture of nations is different from that of knowledge. The universities are, so to speak, centers of nations only or ignorance. As much as we want, as, they, as much as they are under the Ministry of Education, but they are actually the Ministry of Nations. So, the, the ignorance that is being perpetrated by the so-called universities, because the university is just teaching us how to earn a livelihood, 
and that too in the not, not in the proper way that Krishna has um, prescribed in their own ways in this industrialization, urbanization and that is actually killing the uh, natural life, human life. <laughs> Somebody shared with me a photo on WhatsApp, uh, one of the devotees. Um, this, is, was, this was in India. So this mother, <laughs> she tore the certificate of the, of the son, electrical engineering certificate. She tore the certificate. What is the use of this certificate? Why? Because, <laughs> because the, her son couldn't repair a fan, an electric fan, which, <laughs> and it was summer. And now it is summer, you see. And so hot in India, it's 40, 40 plus degrees Celsius. And the fan was not working. <laughs> her son was an electrical engineer certified. And he got four years, he studied electrical engineering and... And he couldn't repair the fan. The mother got so angry that she went and tore the certificate. What is the use of this certificate? <laughs> so, we are learning things and we don't even... In fact, Prabhupada also said that... Um, uh, what is that? Um, degree in agriculture. You know, there is agricultural degree or something. And, but the guy never goes to the farm and actually does farming with his hand. The farmer, on the other hand, without any education, he, he can... Um, do everything that is needed to grow the crop but this agriculturist is so called like you know uh, intellectually studies agriculture but then doesn't at all go and dirty I mean do the I mean dirty his hands in, in the soil so uh, this is the kind of education that is even materially also it is becoming very um, useless uh, what to speak spiritually already it is uh, gone but even materially <laughs> materially it is useless I mean, an electrical engineer, four years he has studied, he cannot repair a fan. I mean, that's completely uh, very hilarious. So, <clears throat> the universities are, so to speak, centers of nations only. Consequently, scientists are busy. And if, even if they are, you know, they are accomplished in their thing and they can do what is necessary, one second. If they can do what is necessary, but you see what, where they are getting to, they are creating the social media, they are creating the uh, games, just people are just wasting their time and wasting their lives and they are, on the other hand they are creating the nuclear weapons and fighting and you know all these things uh, and some say that you know the coronavirus was created in a laboratory and if that was true, what is the result of that education and biology and all that science and if, if that is what, if that is the result of all that. Um, you know, <clears throat> education. So, in fact, it is not it is not, um, not any more a hidden thing that it is. It is a fact that they're all they were already exploring bio warfare. Um, whether this was a byproduct of that, that may be speculation. But the endeavor is there: bio warfare, chemical warfare, cyber warfare. All these things, you know. Um, Warfare at all levels, uh, trade war, all these kinds of things. That is the result of today's education. We are, we are fighting and you know like snarling like cats and dogs. So these actually, in, in the name of education, universities and this and that, we just there's a big culture of nations that is and in universe and uh, but let's be actually very honest. In universities, the boys and girls just get together and then there is no restraint in association. 
just freely mix and so many illicit sex are going on in universities and people start to have sex in that age and then you know so many sinful activities are done at that age so where where is the knowledge uh, it's a complete it's it's an it's a hub of nations hub of nations um university students today are not given instructions in the regulative principles of brahmacharya celibate student life exactly what we were saying is it okay before that yeah the universities are so to speak centers of nations only consequently scientists are busy discovering lethal weapons to wipe out the existence of other countries is this is this education they say defense defense but but they are going on the offense so they say oh they, i mean so many things you know they say but it is just like animal life a much more dangerous animal life animals are not as dangerous they also defend they have their claws they have their teeth they bite and you know, fight but they don't cause mass destruction like we do so that is that is our big problem if actually we think the coronavirus oh, is so dangerous the humans are the worst virus on this planet every other species is being tormented by the human race they are the biggest virus on the planet and now that this virus human virus has been quarantined the other species had some time to breathe now that they say black lives matter and then the tagline is i can't breathe because the, i mean unfortunately that man george floyd he was you know he couldn't breathe you know he was you no know, you know what happened so the animals can't breathe we're not allowing them to even breathe i mean you see the the slaughter houses the farms animal farm how they are so tightly packed up they can't even breathe properly and then killing them they can't even have their life so animal lives matter do they they don't even care pride too much pride no 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 you are meant for my enjoyment your life is just for my tongue only that's it how much pride you see that how much pride okay just imagine remove that animal and put a man there a human say you know maybe a black now you see one black has been killed you know in america and you know it's such a big commotion now everywhere right but so if animal i mean if a, if a, if a black man has you know his life matters then why the animal's life don't matter doesn't matter why why they should be eaten by humans why do we think that we are so you know um proud why why should we so we be so proud that we should kill them that is why these these movements are completely imperfect movement oh so called black lives matter oh yeah you know trying to understand you know racism and you know trying to understand equality they can never all these are just you know some farce because on the other hand they are just killing animals what about them this is complete duplicity and uh, what is the other word um what is that uh, hypocrisy hypocrisy this is hypocrisy so therefore only a devotee he can see vidya vinaya sampanne brahmane gavihastini shunichaiva swapakecha panditah samadarshina only a devotee's vision is very broad he sees every living entity as equal because he understands that they are actually the uh, part and parcel of krishna and everybody is a soul as much as i am atmavat sarvabhuteshu yah pashyati sa pandita matravat paradareshu paradravesh loshtravat 
ఆత్మవత్ సర్వభూతేషు యా పశ్యతి స పండిత సో ద పండిత మీన్స్ అ లర్నిడ్ మ్యాన్ మీన్స్ హీ మస్ట్ ట్రీట్ అదర్స్ యాజ్ హీ వుడ్ లైక్ టు బి ట్రీటెడ్ హిమ్సెల్ఫ్ if it gives him distress when somebody puts a knife on the throat or the knee on the throat or whatever then how can we do that to the animals he cannot treat others if that is not the way he would like to be treated or in other words he should treat them as he would like to be treated that is actual pandita learned man and he it is not only limited to humans everybody everybody university students today are not given instruction instructions in the regulative principles of brahmacharya celibate student life in fact if if they if they see that you are celibate wow something wrong with you or are you gay or what what is happening so they, they, this is what they think celibate means something is really wrong with you 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 need some psychological advice or some counseling this is how they think nowadays actually they need psychological advice anyway psychological advice doesn't even work because they're trying to pro- solve the problem at the platform of the mind no it doesn't work higher than the mind is intelligence and higher than the intelligence is a soul and the solution comes from that stratum the soul the stratum of the soul that's where bhagavad gita comes in bhagavad gita is a spiritual um, solution for all problems because the supreme spirit krishna he is speaking it and he is speaking the science of the soul to understand who we are then we can know why, why we are facing the problem because we are in an incompatible situation we are spirit we are eternal but we are trapped in this material world in this body which is temporary material and temporary but we are spirit and eternal so we are in an incompatible situation it's like putting a, 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 a what is a, a square in a round hole you know which is bigger than the bigger than the hole so it, you, you can't fit it so just like if you have a plug you know and from other country and then you come here and it doesn't go through it's incompatible you need an adapter right but here the adapter means bhakti with bhakti anywhere whether material or spiritual world he can live because he is converted just like if there is an adapter for that plug it is just like as if it's in the country of origin right um, so there's no difference although you know he, he may be connected to here so similarly i mean it's a very crude example but you get the idea so he can adapt anywhere if he is spiritually intact uh, if he has bhakti if he is engaged in devotional service that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu said mama janmani janmanishvare bhavatad bhakti rahetu kitvai king kulashekar also says the same thing pralad maharaj all pure devotees say the same thing i don't mind being in this material world birth after birth uh, even rukmini also says the same thing Uh, what is that jahyam asun vrat krishan shat janma bhisyat i can be here for hundreds and hundreds of lifetimes um engaged in devotional service so that is how uh, pure devotee thinks uh, feels and he can actually do it for very long he can stay in this material world without being disturbed because he is engaged in devotional service and wherever there is devotional service there is also the lord um కర్మ బ్రహ్మోద్భవం విద్ధి బ్రహ్మాక్షర సముద్భవం సర్వగతం తస్మాత్ సర్వగతం బ్రహ్మ నిత్యే నిత్యం యజ్ఞే ప్రతిష్ఠితం దట్ ఇస్ త్రీ ఫిఫ్టీన్ ఆఫ్ భగవద్గీత 
regulated activities are prescribed in the Vedas and the Vedas are directly manifested from the personality of Godhead. Consequently, the all-pervading transcendence is eternally situated in acts of sacrifice. Acts of sacrifice, yajna, is devotional service. Yat karoshi dadasi madarpanam. So this is devotional service. So in the acts of devotional service, the all-pervading transcendence, Krishna, is situated. So Krishna, that's why in, in um, he told Narayana, he told Narada Muni, Yatra Gayanti Madhbhakta Tatra Tishthami Narada Naham Tishthami Vaikuntha Yoganam Hridayeshuva So, he says, it is not that I just live in the Vaikuntha or in the temple or in the hearts of the yogis. Wherever my devotees are glorifying me, that is my place of, res- place of residence. So, the Lord is there where his devotees are glorifying him or serving him with love. So, therefore, the devotee, even though he may be in this material world, he is actually in the spiritual world because he is always with the Lord. As Radharani said, hmm, when Krishna is in front of me, he is, I can see him in one place. When Krishna is not in front of me, I can see him everywhere. The entire universe is filled with him. So, in fact, that presence is even more than uh, meeting. Uh, so, this is, this is what we need to understand. And university students are not given instructions on regulative principles of brahmacharya, celibate. So, it's completely so-called sex education. They just teach them how to have quote-unquote safe sex. But what is that safe sex? Do uh, what is that uh, contraceptive and get into all kinds of sinful activities. This is their so-called safe sex. Complete, you know, complete misrepresentation of yeah, education at all. It's not at all education. And there is where they find their partners and they can do family life and everything. <laughs> I mean, where is the education there at all? Nor do they have any faith in scriptural injunctions. Yeah. After the university, the people are like, you know, the so-called science students, you know, graduates. Oh, I'm a scientist, you know, I don't believe in religion and all that. And I'm modern and I'm a very logical person. Uh, what logic? Did you accept your father on logic? Did you test his DNA and accept him? Or what? Did you accept him on logic or no? No, right? You just accepted your mother's word. And then, everything. You are taking a plane ticket. Is there a logic that this plane would uh, go there? It's a faith. It's faith. So, they they talk all big, big words, but actually they don't even follow those things. So, just that we have to now have faith in God. Faith in the perfect person. Faith we are always having in anything. Even we go to the barber, Prabhupada said, we are spreading our neck and then allowing him to shave. Huh? He can cut our neck and we die in one second. But we are having the faith that the barber will not do it. Oh, no, you know, he will not do it. You know, but he can do it. He can, if he wants. Yeah, he will go to jail, he will go through all that, but, but he can do it. Whether he goes to jail or you are already dead, right? <laughs> so, it can happen. And if somebody is an actually mentally, if something deranged, he is having a psychological problem or something, and if he happened to a barber, he can do it. You know, sometimes we see people, I mean, nobody expects somebody to go and shoot around on the streets, right? But we have so those uh, incidences in America and other parts of the world. We have seen those incidences where they just go and shoot. Sometimes they are terrorists. Sometimes they are just crazy, mentally deranged. You don't expect that to happen, but it can happen. 
Similarly, a barber may go bonkers and he, he can kill, but we have the faith. So, faith we always have, but we have in the wrong thing. It can fail at any time, but Krishna will never fail. So, we have to have faith in his words. But our modern education, so-called universities teach that, oh, so-called, um, what is that? Uh, <clears throat> logical thinking, you know, critical thinking, this, that, this, that. But no submission, no surrender to the Lord. Hmm. So, that is the effect. And then they will become more and more godless, more and more atheistic and more and more they will have problems. The more people become atheistic, the more they are going to have problems. Um, religious principles, they do not have any faith in scriptural injunctions. Religious principles are taught for the sake of name and fame only and not for the sake of practical action. This is so true. Uh, if you want to go, you know, yeah, you can have some club, you know, some some religious club, you know, you can go there and or you can go to the church or you can go to the temple or mosque and all like that. It, it's your personal faith matter. It has nothing to do with uh, with our practical lives. Uh, it's so. In other words, the practically mentioning it like uh, yeah, it's kind of impractical. But if you still want to do it, fine, you know, you can do it in your own way. But you know, don't bring it into the mainstream life. Mainstream is the economics. That's what matters. And so-called education, which which fuels the economics, totally misdirected civilization. Totally misdirected. Um, so they think religion is not a something for practical action. Yeah. As Prabhupada, Prabhupada, you know, was so many times he said, "We have free solution." to stop crime, to stop all kinds of family problems, uh, everything and so many social problems, everything we can stop just by chanting. Uh, but they don't want to give facility for this free thing which is so easily available, this complete solution for all problems and we, we can freely speak to everybody without a charge, you know, we can speak to everybody. Now this live stream every day we are conducting, you know, a, a consultant, you know, for a consultant, they charge by the minute. One hour, if you want to sit with the consultant, you know, get some, get some counselling or you know, some knowledge or some course or something, they will charge how many exorbitant dollars? We are freely distributing. What is attendance? Thirty-five people on the, on the, on this video. But those who are charging in university, so so much people are getting into debt. After university, the student starts with the debt. So, um, they will pay all that. But here, free education which can stop all problems. Nobody is interested. Nobody. That is the present state of civilization. Completely in ignorance. Not, not in the slightest interested in this whole thing. Uh, and the thing it is not practical. Yeah, is, you, know, you can have your faith no, or no faith. It doesn't matter at all. They think like this. And they want to teach some morality. They want to teach some safe sex here. And then they have some, you know, so much hospital bills for all this, you know, for, for, what is that? Um, abortion and all these things, you know. All sinful activities are going on, and millions and millions of dollars are you know, spent on um, saving people from drug abuse or crimes. Or all these things can be solved. Just very free solution is there. But they prefer to spend those millions and billions of dollars rather than give facility for the religionists, real religion. Of course, in the name of religion, all so many uh, quacks are also there. The whole world is filled with that. And there is one more reason why um, people think religion is irrelevant. But it's the, if the real religion, 
when it is understood the bhagavad religion is the most relevant answer and actually it is the answer for all problems in this world the answer there is no other answer this ishopanishad 18 verses can solve the entire entire world's problems what we are discussing here is not some cheap scared stuff it is it is the highest education rajavidya that is what we are discussing here and you know the implications of these is so vast but they again give hype to all these you know conferences or this and that their whole budgeting and all that so many things but it's just a big chaos it's a big mess the whole thing the whole world is in a big mess just don't know how to manage don't know what is what don't know what is right and what is wrong simply doing whimsically whatever they want and this is this is the state of the world affairs now there does there is animosity in not only in social and political fields but in the field of religion as well in the name of religion also people fighting oh my religion is better your religion is bad you know in this way religious tensions flare up and then it will cause another problem so if one understands that actually god is one and to attain love for him is the actual religion doesn't matter which school one comes from whether christianity or muslim or you know hindu or you know um, wherever wherever one comes from one has to come to the point of loving god understanding god and loving him and that is actually religion so if and when one does not have that sense of understanding then they will think oh in this way that way you know my religion your religion this and that so this is all another feature of ignorance nationalism has developed in different parts of the world due to the cultivation of nations by the general people no one considers that this tiny earth is just a lump of matter floating in immeasurable space along with many other lumps in comparison to the vastness of space these material lumps are like dust particles in the air because god has kindly made these lumps of matter complete in themselves that means it has its own atmosphere it has everything so our sustenance can there's no need of taking anything from another planet and bringing it here whatever is already here is good enough to maintain the entire that's why they say ecosystem right it's already made hmm because god has kindly made these lumps of matter complete in themselves om purnamada purnamidam again coming back to that verse they are perfectly equipped with all necessities for floating in space the drivers of our spaceships just now i mean two days or three days back there was this launch america they had the first commercial uh, um what is that spacecraft that docked in the international space station and they went inside you know so um that and actually after 8 years they're doing that again something like that so anyway so all that you see we and big you know how many that was also a live stream now here we have 32 people here this now it was 35 i think after this i think three people did not like now 32 only so that live stream the launch america live stream i just noticed it because i wanted to notice how much these people get attention i was not interested in the i was interested before before i came krishna con- came to krishna consciousness i was interested in avionics and um, aeronautical engineering that was one of my passions apart from martial arts and some other things so i was very much interested in these things but the other day when i saw this news i just saw the live stream and how they do their live streams so i was just thinking to get some ideas for our own festivals when we in the future if possible we can do live streams of our festivals and how they do Ha, that is that was actually something i learned there so 
but it takes a lot of effort to do it in a, in a temple setting with less, such less manpower and you know no budget and everything so anyway i was just getting i was just seeing how much attention they get you know how many people were watching um let me think uh, let me just recollect i think it's about yeah the last i saw before i slept in the night was 330000 people watching it live 330000 people watching it live on youtube it was also broadcasted on facebook also broadcasted on many other platforms i think i don't know twitch or i don't know and maybe their own uh, maybe other youtube channels whatever on youtube alone in one of the channel i think many channels are maybe broadcasting the same thing the news channel but i think it's launch america i think it's by nasa themselves so they were themselves doing it and 330 on youtube alone 330000 that much attention for these spaceships you see um the drivers of our spaceships may be very proud of their achievements and these two two drivers they were actually going there to the international space station and it was a big thing big you know big farewell and you know every big thing you know so much hype but they do not consider the supreme driver of these greater more gigantic spaceships called planets and krishna is the driver of all of them and he confirms that in the bhagavad gita as well mm, let's see if i remember 1512 i think yeah 1513 15.13 in bhagavad gita ट but how much credit does he get his topics 30 people now 32 to 30 now <laughs> it's dropping where there is when i started watching i think i think i watched for about 10 to 15 minutes what all kinds of things they show for a live stream so when i started it uh, it was about 220000 and within 15 minutes 330000 110000 people came on board the live stream and it was going on already when i actually entered the live stream it was about 45 minutes into the live stream already and um people were watching for that long and it was increasing the numbers were increasing and next day the people actually i mean those two pilots actually they went to the international and they had a video of that and within 12 hours that video has been posted 4 million views on youtube on youtube alone i'm facebook even more maybe so just imagine how much credit we give to these small uh, space engineers compared to the real space engineer krishna there are new there are innumerable suns and innumerable planetary systems also as infinite as infinitesimal parts and parcels of the supreme lord we small creatures are trying to dominate these unlimited planets does we take repeated birth and death and are generally frustrated by old age and disease we are trying to dominate these planets but then 
how we are done repeatedly birth and death we go to another planet and go to another planet in this way wherever in which planet whichever planet we are we try to control that planet as much as we can even in animal life they try to control as much as they can but they cannot control as much as humans so in this way and demigods they want to control even more you know this tendency to control is all the way there uh, we small creatures are trying to dominate these unlimited planets thus we take repeated birth and death and are generally frustrated by sorry frustrated by old age and disease the span of human life is scheduled for about 100 years although it is gradually decreasing to 20 or 30 years it is said that by the end of kali yuga people will be just maximum 20 to 30 years old nobody will grow more than that um, nobody can survive more than that so it will become so bad the conditions of life and the the amount of fighting that goes on like cats and dogs and worse than cats and dogs worse than even rats you know worse than cockroaches people will become just horrend horrendous it just become complete chaos that's when kalki will come and you know rejuvenate the situation and starts the other the next satya yuga but by the end of kali yuga actually now already it's not 100 years it's kind of already like maybe averaging about 70 to 80 sometimes 90 but it will go down and down and down more and more and it will come to a point of 30 20 to 30 years thanks to the culture of nations befooled men have created their own nations within these planets in order to grasp sense enjoyment more effectively for these few years that we live on this planet such foolish people draw up various plans to render national demarcations perfectly a task that is totally impossible yet for this purpose each and every nation has become a source of anxiety for others more than 50% of a nation's energy is devoted to defense measures and thus spoiled 50% more than 50% is just for defense measures just for fighting that is education educated you know dogs educated dogs dogs fight with their you know free you know their their, their claws and their, their teeth and here with such expensive such grand arrangements for defense more than 50% of a nation's energy is devoted to defense measures and thus spoiled no one cares for the cultivation of real knowledge yet people are falsely proud of being advanced in both material and spiritual knowledge shri ishopanishad warns us of this faulty type of education and the bhagavad gita gives instructions as to the development of real knowledge this mantra states that the instruct instructions are of vidya knowledge must be acquired from a dhira so the teacher now everywhere there are in the education system there are so many teachers so called qualified teachers but real teacher means a dhira iti shushruma dhiranam yenastadvicha chakshire they explained i have heard it from the dhira the one who is actually in knowledge of the atma tatvam atma tatvam in sanskrit means the knowledge of spirit and matter and the controller of both that is atma tatvam real knowledge spiritual knowledge so it has to be attained from a dhira a dhira is one who is not disturbed by material illusion no one can be undisturbed unless he is perfectly spiritually realized that means the teacher must be a bona fide spiritual master a pure devotee completely self realized devotee of krishna and he alone can be the real teacher of mankind and therefore we are teaching we are actually speaking you know 
we may not be liberated but we are speaking what is spoken by the that great acharya according of course according to the prabhupada actually explained from the scriptures so it's all not whimsical it's very uh, authorized knowledge so therefore such devotees should lead the world and the world will be such a better place in fact the other day i think when we were doing nectar of instruction series or something one gentleman actually commented on our class and then he said this hare krishna pandit man who is who is speaking he can actually solve the problems of the world you know just a simple hare krishna pandit man you know he was he wrote like that very nicely it's not that <laughs> i'm bragging about myself i i'm not no way qualified but that's actually true a devotee true in the sense a devotee who understands what is what he can actually solve all the world's problems uh, actually prabhupad not anybody else prabhupad he can solve the world's problems and of course if we you know take his guidance uh, we can also do it every one of us we can we can help solve the world's problems if we are given the facility yes definitely but they don't care the leaders don't care so we can just try to educate the general mass of people as much as is possible um, if more and more people understand this the more and more the world become a better place we try to you know reach out to people using the social media and everything but if the government's help was there everywhere in all parts of the world then the government's actually you know like just like they have policies right government policies and everybody like when the government says everybody have to put masks and when you go out we have to and like at least in singapore there is now the rule everybody have if they are going out they have to put masks so within a dis- overnight they can get everybody to follow you see that similarly if that support is there by the kshatriyas from the government you know the world will be such a better place immediately all these principles can be put in place but now without the support it is difficult very difficult mammoth task um, in fact it is like going against the stream you know because the propaganda is in one direction and we are going in opposite direction so it is very difficult but still we have to push through that that's what we live for hmm <clears throat> in kaliyuga we have to just somehow exist and then help as many people as we can and and if people take to it you know and prabhupada actually you see within a span of 12 years he you know has whole world hmm. so it is possible that even with any so that's why there is nothing that can stop the the progress of the sankirtan movement if we become strong if we become pure in our conduct and our in our practice then we can we can be able instruments in the hands of prabhupada chaitanya mahaprabhu and krishna to spread this movement far and wide no one can be understood unless he is perfectly spiritually realized at which time one neither hankers nor laments for anything such a person is actually a teacher real teacher a dhira realizes that the material body and the mind he has acquired by chance through material association are but foreign elements therefore he simply makes the best use of a bad bargain what is this best use of a bad bargain prabhupada used this phrase many times that means we have asked for it this material body we have asked for it because of our previous actions so we have bargained for it basically i want this i want this this was our desires and this is what we deserved and according to our desire and what we deserved 
Krishna has given us this body that we have now. So we bargained for it. We worked hard for it. Just like when you go into the market, when you bargain, you, you, you try hard, you know, to get the price down and, you know, to get what you want. So we, we tried hard by our actions and associations. We have made this body now. Now we have to use, make the best use of this bad bargain. That means, okay, now I have a material body, fine. But at least it is a human body. It's not like an animal body which I, where I cannot do much, cannot do anything practically. But in human body, I can make a solution to the entire problem. So let's make the best use of a bad bargain. Uh, the best use of the bad bargain means to use this human life to get the eternal life. Human life is temporary. So it is... It is still temporary. So the soul is eternal. So to ask for a temporary body which we have bargained for, we have bargained for this temporary body. That's a bad bargain because we are eternal. But make a best use of it. So that with this, in this few years that we have in this human life, best use of it means in exchange for this few years of life, we should get the ultimate eternal life in the association of Krishna. So that is the best use of a bad bargain. The material body and mind are bad bargains for the spiritual living entity. The living entity has actual functions in the living spiritual world. The living entity has actual functions in the spiritual world, living spiritual world. But this material world is dead. Why it is dead? Because nothing moves here unless we move it. We are living beings. So we move it and then everything. Yayedam dharyate jagat. 7.5 Bhagavad Gita. We, we move this material world. Anything like this Singapore was a swamp. was just like uninhabited island. Which is very very backward. Even Indian villages will, would have been more... Um, would have been more advanced than what Singapore was about, say, 70, 80 years ago. I have seen a picture of, uh, in 1923, of Orchard Road. So, Orchard Road is, is like the center, the sparkling, glittering center of Singapore. You know, where all the bright, bright shopping malls and the big road and it's like the pride of Singapore. <clears throat> and that road... In 1923, you know what it was? There was no proper road. It was an off-road kind of. There's no tar at all. There's no black road, black top roads. It was just like, you know, a village, complete village. And a woman was, you know, carrying some basket with some, I don't know, whether some vegetables or fruits or some fish inside it. I don't know what it was. She was carrying that. And one other lady was carrying a pot of water, a pitcher. And, you know, it was just like so many trees. And, you know, it was just like a... An absolute remote village road, which you would never associate with any shopping mall in the next 500 years maybe. That was how it was in 1923. I saw that photo. I was like, I was just gazing at it for like more than five minutes. I was, what? You know, I just can't, I just can't relate to it because that's not how it is uh, now. Completely different. So how did it happen? How did it happen? Because there was a man, Lee Kuan Yew, and he worked. And of course, others also were instrumental, but he was the one who really uh, sped up the whole so-called urbanization of Singapore 
and within a very short time now this is one of the most respected metropolitan cities in the world so basically my point is nothing moves in this world without the touch of a spirit of a person of people so this singapore was you know like that like like a swamp like a total uninhabited village like very remote and very very few people were living and from that it has become this because of efforts from a person so without personal endeavor nothing will move even a grass how can it grow there is a person the the womb inside the 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 child grows that means there is a soul when there is a still i mean when uh, what is that uh, called mm. miscarriage miscarriage means when the when the when the soul has left the body for some reason uh, then the, the body is just lifeless now uh, so when there is movement means that means there is a soul there so with, that means without soul there cannot be any movement mm. so if there is any movement that means you should understand that there is a soul there behind it <coughs> so um the living entity has actual functions in the living spiritual world but this material world is dead as long as the living spiritual sparks manipulate the dead lumps of matter the dead world appears to be a living world so this material world appears moving and living and hustling and bustling actually it's dead but the living we the living souls actually move everything um <clears throat> actually if it actually it is the living souls the parts and parcels of the supreme living being who move the world the dhiras have come to know all these facts by hearing them from superior authorities and have realized this knowledge by following the regulative principles very important iti shushruma another place also this shushruma is there many places there but one other place that i can remember 6140 i think yes you see that word iti shushruma here also today's verse also iti shushruma so yamaduta uchuh 6.1.40 shrimad bhagavatam veda pranihito dharmo hi adharmasch sorry hi adharmastad viparyayah vedo narayana sakshat swayam bhuriti shushruma the yamadutas replied that which is prescribed in the vedas constitutes dharma the religious principles and the opposite of that is irreligion the vedas are directly the supreme personality of godhead narayana and are self born this we have heard from yamaraj yamaraj is one of the mahajans so we have to hear from a superior authority in, in the disciplic succession then that knowledge is perfect so just like arjuna also said param brahma param dhama pavitram paramam bhavan purusham shashvatam divyam adi devam majam vibhum ahustvam rishaya sarve devarshir naradastatha asito devalo vyasah svayam chaiva bravishime 10th chapter verses 12 and 13 Arjuna is saying Arjuna said you are the supreme personality of godhead he is speaking to krishna the ultimate abode the purest the absolute truth you are the eternal transcendental original person the unborn the greatest now he has given his opinion of it now he is saying this is not my opinion only all the great sages such as narada asita devala and vyasa confirm this truth about you and now you yourself are declaring it to me so he is quoting iti shushruma is this what i have heard and this is what i have now realized and you yourself have declared it to me now 
So in, from all these authoritative sources, I have received this knowledge and therefore this knowledge is perfect. He is quoting the Supreme Lord, you have told this to me and all these perfected souls, they have also told this to me. So, as we have seen many times in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the sages, the authoritative sages and the Supreme Lord, they don't make mistakes. Just quickly go through those two verses and come back. So, Adilila 7.107 Brahma Pramad Vipralipsa Karana Patav Ishwarer Vakyanahi Dosha Esab the material defects of mistakes, illusions, cheating and sensory inefficiency do not exist in the words of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Now we'll go to 286, 2.86 Mistakes, illusions, cheating and defective perception do not occur in the sayings of the authoritative sages. So therefore, Arjuna repeated Krishna's words and the authoritative sages' words confirming his own realization. So, if we have something, if you have a so-called realization or some understanding, we have to confirm it. Whether Krishna said that, or the sadhu said that, the guru said that, we have to confirm it. If it confirms, if it's confirmed, yes, then it's actual fact. If it is not, then we have to reject that idea. So, iti shushruma, this we have heard from Yamaraj. So, shrotriyam brahmanishtam tadvigyanartham sagurum evabhigachet samitpani shrotriyam brahmanishtam so we have to hear from a spiritual master who is who has heard from his spiritual master shrotriyam and brahmanishtam he is actually on the platform his his behavior is on the platform of completely fixed in krishna consciousness sthita pragya and i have realized this knowledge by following the regulatory principles vitaraga bhaya krodha manmaya mamupashrita Bahavogyana tapasa putam adbhavamagata 4.10 Bhagavad Gita Being freed from attachment, fear and anger, being fully absorbed in me and taking refuge in me, many many persons in the past became purified by knowledge of me and thus they attained transcendental love for me. So, they have not only heard it, they have acted on it and they became purified and thus they attained transcendental love for me, the prayojana. They understood sambandha, executed on it Abhideya and attain love for Krishna Prayojana. So, we have to tread that tried and tested path. Um, where were we? Yeah, by following the regulatory principles. To follow the regulatory principles, man, one must take shelter of a bona fide spiritual master. Shushruma, you see the Shushruma, we have to hear. The transcendental message and regulative principles come down from the spiritual master to the disciple. Now, important, the transcendental knowledge message comes and also the regulative principles also come down from the spiritual master. Now, not only did Prabhupada give us the knowledge of Krishna, of the soul, of, you know, yeah, he explained the whole Bhagavad Gita, he explained Bhagavatam, Chaitanya Chaitanya, well, fine. Then he also gave us the path. It is all there in the Bhagavatam, Bhagavad Gita that we have to satisfy Krishna and Krishna asks Arjuna to fight. But in our situation, what is our fight? What is our service to Krishna? The spiritual master gives that, the regulative principles. Chant 16 rounds and follow the four principles and Mangalarati and take Krishna Prasadam and preach, uh, spread Krishna consciousness, distribute my books, Prabhupada said. So this is our fight. Whereas Arjuna had to fight with his arrows, we have to fight with books. 
Fight means <laughs> fight Maya, not fight with other people. Fight with fight Maya by distributing the books and enlightening others with Krishna consciousness. So this is our our service. So unless the spiritual master has given us all the services, how would we figure out what our service would be for Krishna? What we should okay fine now I understand. Um, Krishna is Supreme Personality of Godhead, I am his servant, so how should I serve him? If he did not give any program, how would we know? So he gives both the transcendental message and also the regulative principles and what all the practical things we have to do so that we can definitely, it's like nothing, nothing is abstract anymore, it's practical, we can do it and we just have to execute on it. So that is what the spiritual master will give. Such knowledge does not come in the hazardous way of nascent education. Hazardous way. Uh, so the national education system uh, hazardous way. One hazardous way because the teacher it's himself is not dhira, and education is not on the spiritual principle, so it doesn't come that way actually. It comes from the bona fide spiritual master in the disciplic succession. One can become a dhira only by submissively hearing from a bona fide spiritual master. Arjuna, for example, became a dhira by submissively hearing from Lord Krishna, the personality of Godhead Himself. Thus, the perfect disciple must be like Arjuna. That means he has to accept everything that Krishna says. Not that accept one portion and not another portion of Bhagavad Gita. Or, no. Prabhu, this part I like, that part I cannot accept. It is very difficult for me to accept. That means there is no surrender. We have to accept everything that Krishna says. That is surrender. Um, the perfect disciple must be like Arjuna and the spiritual master must be as good as the Lord himself. Again, you see, the spiritual master must be as good as the Lord himself. Not only that he should be considered as good as the Lord, he should be as good as the Lord. That means he should be an Uttamathikari. He should, he should also be unwavering. He, he, he cannot fall down. Uttamathikari. Again, this points to the same thing. That a guru must be an Uttamathikari, especially the Diksha Guru. This is the process of learning Vidya, knowledge from the Dhira, the undisturbed. An Adhira, one who has not undergone the training of Adhira, cannot be an instructive leader. Modern politicians who pose themselves as Dhiras are actually Adhiras and one cannot expect perfect knowledge from them. They are simply busy seeing to their own remuneration in dollars and cents. How then can they lead the mass of people to the right, right path of self-realization? Thus, one must hear submissively from Adhira in order to attain actual education. So this is today's verse. So we'll try to take questions now and try to finish it as quickly as possible. Okay, we have some questions. Virendra Prabhu is asking, is Dhira also Sthita Pragya? Yes. So for those of you who do not know what is Sthita Pragya, Pragya means intelligence. And sthita means fixed, fixed intelligence. One whose intelligence is fixed, he is a sthita pragya. First, we will go to this verse. Uh, quickly, I will show you a couple of verses before we proceed to the next question. 2.41 Vyavasayatmika buddhir ekeha kurunandana. That means ekeha means fixed on one point. Bahushakha hyanantascha buddha yo vyavasayinam. Those who are on this path are resolute in purpose and their aim is one. This path means Buddhi Yoga, Bhakti Yoga, devotional service. They are resolute. They, their intelligence is fixed. That is called Sthita Pragya. 
oh beloved oh beloved child of the kurus the intelligence of those who are irresolute is many branched now after hearing this so arjuna asks arjuna vacha sthita pragnasya ka bhasha samadhisthasya keshava sthita dihikim prabhasheta kimasita vrajeta kim arjuna said oh krishna what are the symptoms of one who has one whose consciousness is thus merged in transcendence how does he speak and what is his language how does he sit and how does he walk and then after this krishna explains the next uh, until uh, until the end of second chapter from 55th verse to 72nd verse verse he explains the whole characteristics of a sthita pragna one who is fixed in uh, self realization in krishna consciousness so yes dhira is sthita pragna um ajanya mataji can you explain bhagavad gita 18.59 what is there in 18.59 So is it related to today's verse? Yadahankaram ashritya nayotsya itimanyase mithyaisha vyavasayaste prakritistvam niyokshyati If you do not act according to my direction and do not fight, then you will be falsely directed. By your nature, you will have to, en- you will have to be engaged in warfare. so arjuna's duty prescribed duty because he is a kshatriya so his duty is to behave as a kshatriya so he has to serve krishna in that way so whatever is our position in social in, in socially uh, according to that we have to serve krishna otherwise we are being falsely directed so according to our position we have to act in society according to krishna consciousness venkatesh prabhu uh, actually going back to this verse um we cannot concoct our own ways of um service so arjuna's service was to fight he did not krishna did not ask say vyasadev to fight or sanjaya to fight or dhritarashtra to fight or or vidura to fight he did not ask he asked arjuna to fight because he was a kshatriya and vidura he was enlightened in a different way uddhava was enlightened in a different way so it is not that everybody has to fight on a battlefield so our own fights are you know like krishna already i mean prabhupada already gave us our fight with maya is that we have to you know spread this krishna consciousness that is our fight so we have to spread this movement that is our fight so that we have to do virendra prabhu uh, venkatesh bhakta venkatesh so hari krishna prabhu today is chida dahi festival if time permits you can tell little about it well we don't have that much time it's already 2 hours into the into the class so i think we can't do that you can read up you know chida dahi festival in the in the chaitanya charitamrita basically nityananda prabhu and ragunath das goswami and the whole thing is there you can read up <laughs> it'll take long you know if i describe all that and anyway it's not in relation to this topic so you can read that on your own um bhakta virendra from uh, india both devotee and karmi are conditioned in the material world however a devotee serves krishna and a karmi is in sense gratification and bound by maya so how does the devotee escape maya and becomes eligible to serve krishna eternally while, while a karmi gets bound to his karma whereby getting reaction resulting in repeated birth and death so by offering the results of one's activities to krishna that is called karma yoga we have to act um for the satisfaction of krishna 
यत्कोषि यदश्नासि यज्जुहोषि ददासि यत्तपस्यसि कौन्तेय तत्कुरुष्वमदर्पणम् यज्ञार्थात् कर्मणोऽन्यत्र लोकोयम् कर्मबन्धन तदर्थं कर्म कौन्तेय मुक्तसंगा समाचर सो वी हैव टू एक्ट लाइक यू नो डिवोटी एंड अ कर्मी कैन बोथ मे बी वर्किंग इन द सेम ऑफिस बट देन द कर्मी इज जस्ट for his own sense gratification for his family and nothing to do with spiritual life whereas the devotee is chanting he is taking prasadam and even the salary also he is giving to the temple and you know furthering the krishna consciousness movement so in this way the results of his activities although he is working because part of the money is going to krishna is actually a kind of uh, a fundraising that he is doing for krishna so he is he is collecting alms and giving it to krishna so that work also becomes spiritualized so that is karma yoga so when one is stuck in you know in, in the work outside then one has to one has to engage in this way and slowly slowly make more and more steps forward to you know um, become more and more surrendered to krishna so in that way <clears throat> it is not that one is not surrendered if he is working but it takes really hard it it takes really, really a lot of effort to surrender to krishna when we are in that atmosphere so many distractions we cannot really do our service properly but we should be very much um, um in the mood of service and every free time you know in the weekends come to the temple and even if possible every day and i mean in the morning evening if it is possible i know the the work culture in singapore doesn't allow that it's like 12 hours work practically that is impossible sometimes most of the time so at least as much as he can he should come and engage in service and associate with devotees and in this way he can he can progress towards kingdom of you know krishna vaikuntha and the others progress towards hell because they have nothing to do and if possible if you know if that is feasible when we can preach to the our colleagues or something wherever we are and then we can make them devotees uh kunal bhakta kunal prabhu so who is what is good app to read prabhupad gita shlokas um you can actually you can actually download the ebooks the original books from krishnapath.org and they can remain in your um on your device you can read them so that's good for reading but as we are showing here like referencing and quickly taking out the verses from here and there here and there that is very difficult to do in a, in an ebook um so this is another app called pocket vedas um you know this is good for referencing and showing on the screen like this you can have this also no problem um i read from the the original versions of the book in krishnapath.org here these ones are changed of course the change is very i mean it is there but then they don't really change the meaning of the text much almost nil but it's not that the changes are authorized um the tendency to change the words of the spiritual master is is a um, is an aparad actually but um at the same time the changes that were made do not render srila prabhupada important to communicate his message you will still become krishna conscious in the proper association so if you want you can you can have this app also this is good for referencing and quickly taking out even if, if you want to read uh, i personally read from the original books in the in the ebook format so that's how i read then um virendra bhakta virendra how do krishna conscious devotees counter attack the animal propensities of sleeping eating mating and defending well yuktahara it's not that we don't eat don't sleep you know don't mate don't defend yeah don't mate is for the brahmacharis and varaprasthas and sanyasis but grahasthas they can mate for 
for pro, you know procreation that otherwise eating sleeping and defending well defending they depend on krishna basically uh, minimal you know they have some shelter they have some house and minimal defense but then mostly they depend on krishna they don't have income especially the full time devotees they don't they don't even have income so it is kind of defenseless but actually krishna's protection is always there for the devotee we have to have faith in that sanyasi Prabhupada never thought of you know going to america will i get an income you know when i go there when i can i live you know he was walking into he was prepared to even die you know that's how we should be we should not care about uh, what i will get if i join the temple or you know what i should always think what i can give what i can how i can serve krishna never never in this if if i think that what i can get that's not devotee that's not devotee consciousness of course as grahastha there will be some concerns but you know devotees are very amicable you know they every you know their arrangement will be there you know it's not that if one surrenders there will be no arrangement at all no of course there is arrangement so <clears throat> sleeping eating yeah just minimum for for devotees 6 hours prabhupad said a day that should be the uh, 6 to maximum 7 hours but 6 hours is ideal and eating eating only krishna prasadam so that's how we counter attack the animal propensities next um, bhakta rabhinarayan tripathi from i think middle east question prabhu as all veda and upanishad explain to serve krishna likewise explain in bhagavad gita sarvadharman parityajya mamekam sharanam vraja but why demigod worship came and in some of the puranas it was explained if you do so and so upasana you will fulfill desire i think we have we have um we have um, covered this topic uh, quite some times but uh, if if you want to go briefly over it we can go so basically uh, people are in three modes mode of ignorance ignorance passion and goodness and sometimes in the mixture of these modes of um, passion and ignorance sometimes goodness and passion sometimes goodness and ignorance sometimes passion um, what did i miss anything out i don't know passion and ignorance whatever so people can be in the mixture of these uh, modes so accordingly to come to the position of vishnu worship or krishna worship one has to at least come to the point mode of goodness and actually even goodness it is not there in shuddha sattva shuddha sattva it is above even mode of goodness so when people uh, or pure goodness in pure goodness one worships lord vishnu but people are in all kinds of modes right so and they are not interested in selfless service to vishnu or krishna so they just want their own sense gratification so we have already covered this i think you have already listened to this mm we'll go there 11.21.23 phala shrutire yamnarnam nashreyo rochanam param shreyo vivikshaya proktam yatha bhai shajjarochanam those statements of scripture promising fruitive rewards do not prescribe the ultimate good for men but are merely enticements for executing beneficial religious duties like promises of candy spoken to induce a child to take beneficial medicine so demigod worship will promise you uh, life in the heavenly planets so for a for a materialist that is oh very good no this is very nice you know i can have a higher standard of life and i can enjoy more you know for longer amount of years for thousands and thousands and millions of years sometimes so that's all very good you know it it appears very nice so that attracts him to do so those yagyas 
otherwise he has nothing he will not do anything in the terms of devotional service at all so in those yagyas when you are doing demigod worship for example to go to the planet of the demigod or to satisfy some material desire in that yagya there is also the worship of vishnu involved so when once we worship vishnu then um, so although it is not exactly by devotion that once one is worshiping vishnu but at least he worship vishnu because to worship any demigod we have to worship vishnu and offer the share of the sacrifice to that particular demigod so it is like offering the prasadam of the share of the sacrifice to that particular demigod and that is how to satisfy any demigod so the worship of vishnu is already there in that in every demigod worship so in that way he is introduced to vishnu worship uh, in an in an official way not in a devotional way but officially we have to do it so in that way at least he is doing something so krishna he is so kind like even putana she came with a offensive mentality of killing krishna and still he gave her you know a position of mother so even if that inimical mentality krishna has rewarded her and any demon that comes to krishna and he kills he gives liberation to the demon so what to speak of those who are like not inimical exactly but at, at least are willing to perform some yagyas even though they have sense gratificatory pursuits so that is what krishna accepts okay at least he has done something good you know okay slowly slowly that person advances and advances and advances and after many millions of lives not i don't know millions or depends on when he gets the mercy of a pure devotee sometimes hundreds of lives sometimes tens of lives sometimes thousands of lives after many many lives of doing such pious activities he comes to the point of meeting the devotees and there he makes complete end to this um fruitive activity chapter 7 text 28 of bhagavad gita yesham tvantagatam papam jananam punya karmanam te dvandamoha nirmukta bhajante mam dridhavratah persons who have acted piously in previous lives and in this life and whose sinful actions are completely eradicated are freed from the dualities of delusion and they engage themselves in my service with determination so after many lives of cultivating what is that pious activities and then going into philosophical research that is explained here 7.19 bahunam janma namante gyanavan mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabha after many births and deaths he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul is very rare but after many births and deaths so by doing this for many births and deaths one will come to the point of actually surrendering to krishna and krishna says such a great soul some mahatma he is actually a mahatma not mahatma gandhi or anybody we just put a title of mahatma we cannot give the certificate it has to come from the authority krishna has to give the certificate who is mahatma not we we decide ourselves you know oh the general people will decide okay this is mahatma now so some mahatma sudurlabha who has surrendered to krishna he is a mahatma and he is very rare very very rare so that what is the next question um yeah so this is rabinar and prabhu's question i hope that is understood so it is so basically why is there so many um what demigod worship in this and that because to give facility for all kinds of people to come into the fold of vedic civilization and slowly accept the principle of vishnu worship in an indirect way and then slowly over many lifetimes in a direct way and then coming to them actual point of liberation and love of god had and all these things so it's a, instead of just those who are interested in krishna consciousness 
all right you follow krishna consciousness other others just go to hell instead of saying that others you're not interested all right fine you're interested in heavenly life you want to, you want more sense gratification all right fine here it is you know here is some yagna process you can get more sense gratification so promises of candy promises of candy to induce the child to take the medicine which is the medicine is the actual that vishnu worship that is done in those yagnas but for them who are after material sense pleasure they are least interested in that part of the whole yagna they want that result of sense gratification but at least they have done that little part and actually that is the essential part but for them they think the real essence is to get the you know heavenly pleasures or even pleasures in this life or whatever it is <clears throat> but they don't know actually so the, for the child taking the medicine is not the real thing uh, candy is the real thing you know that that candy is what she, uh, he wants but actually the real thing that works for him is the medicine because he is sick and and he he needs to take medicine the candy really doesn't help him so but in order to induce him you know, you got to show something because he is so immature a, a mature person a grown up person will understand yes i have to take medicine bitter or, or not i will take it he will understand and even if sometimes he he has to go undergo surgery he will agree all right if yeah I, I, this is what i need to do so okay fine you know i need so he will voluntarily you know go under the knife because he understands okay that's what i need to do you know i have a problem i have but the child doesn't understand he has a problem the child is the one who wants to enjoy so the those people who are karmis are like you know immature children like you know completely brainless so they need some you know like like some pampering okay you know you, you then that's why this demigod you know worship is there okay you, you want emily pleasure go 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 you know so pampering so that's candy so that is what this demigod worship is all about otherwise krishna says यो यो तनु भक्त श्रद्धयाचिमी तस्लाम श्रद्धा तामे विदधाम्यहम आई एम इन एवरी वन हार्ट एज ए सुपर सोल एज सुन एज वन डिजायर्स टू वर्शिप सम डेमी गॉड आई मेक हिज फेथ स्टडी सो दट ही कैन डिवोट हिमसेल टू दैट पर्टिकुलर डेटी देन वॉट हैपन्स सतया श्रद्धया युक्त तस्राधनमीहते लभते चतः कामान मयव विहितान्डउड विथ सच ए फेथ ही एंडवर्स टू वर्शिप अ पर्टिकुलर डेमी गॉड एंड ऑप्टेन्स इज डिजायर्स but in actuality these benefits are bestowed by me alone even though he gets those desires from the demigods actually in the background krishna is supplying for example you know like uh, i mean a crude example you know um you know when you order these things online like lazada or amazon or something like that you go to amazon you think amazon is the place where i can get all my, all what i want but then that that system amazon there is actually another supplier who is supplying and that shop which who is setting so there is a background supplier you see a very crude example probas gave this example like the government officer like if if i want something from the government and i go to this ministry uh, minister a uh, downline minister not the prime minister some downline minister and i ask him some favor okay i have this problem i, I need some solution then you go and meet the minister for this and then he will say okay let me see what i can do for you then after one month or two weeks or something he will ask you to come back and within those two weeks what happens so he after two weeks he said okay fine approved so in that two weeks what did he do he consulted his higher authorities and if it comes from the prime minister or his his agency that okay fine granted then he will 
in turn tell us granted although it looks like it comes from him it actually comes from the prime ministers so prime minister so that's how um, these demigods are just proxies they are proxies because we are not interested in god so he presents these proxies okay you're not interested in me you you go you approach these but actually i am from the background i am supplying all the i am the supplier of whatever they they are giving you i am giving mayai vavihitan hitan therefore antavattu phalam tesham tadbhavati alpamedhasam devan devaya joyanti madbhaktayan dimamapi men of small intelligence worship the demigods and their fruits are limited and temporary those who worship the demigods go to the planets of the demigods but my devotee is ultimately reach my supreme planet um next virendra bhakta virendra question um presently people especially youngsters are addicted to seeing sex or porn is seeing sex equivalent to illicit sex is sinful and stops our krishna consciousness progress sorry to ask this question yes you know there are eight kinds of illicit sex uh well, let me see um where is that verse okay i can show you one which i know but mm, 11 17 33 i think okay so see streenam nirikshana sparsha samlapakshevala shvelanadikam pranino mithuni bhutan ஜோக்கிங்ஸ்ட்லி yeah completely beyond the purview of you know okay let's see another nishkinchanasya bhagavad bhajanon mukasya madhya 11.8 nishkinchanasya bhagavad bhajanon mukasya பாரம்பரம் ஜிகமிஷோர்ஸ்ரியஸ்லிசர்வீஸ் seeing a materialist engaged in sense gratification or seeing a woman who is similarly interested is more abominable than drinking poison willingly and these people are promoting pornography how how degraded the society and even india has become like this complete rubbish so i mean there are innumerable verses again i mean against sex life and against you know um, seeing a woman uh, what happened to ajamil he watched porn live i mean not live stream i mean live and what happened to him whole life sinful 
somehow or other he did some krishna bhakti in, in the beginning of his life that saved him and you know, the last point of his life swalpam apyasa dharmasya at least he was saved uh, nowadays people don't even have that um, asset of krishna consciousness in their lives completely gone what will happen complete sinful activities uh, animal life and next life just going to animal life then pigs pigs are better no pig life is better you know because in human form of life you know if they just if their whole life is about sex then you know pigs are better than that, than humans you know they don't need to even wear clothes you know why pawn means you know why why otherwise they would wear clothes outside otherwise they'll be arrested right you no know, pigs no need to wear anything this is you know all the animals they don't wear anything naked you can go and have sex with mother sister daughter and everything and produce half a dozen children every 6 months good life you know so they are asking for these kind of life life forms by doing that so foolish um bhakta rabinarayan tripathi prabhu uh, in so question prabhu in all satya treta dwapar yugas kings under the guidance of rishi muni was doing putrakameshthi yagyam yajsu yagya ashramada yagya to fulfill their material gratification why as so there were yes there were kings who were karmakandis they used to do like they were have i mean they wanted heavenly pleasures at least they acted according to vedic rules um but devotees like uh, yudhishthir maharaj also performed ya rajasuya ashramada but he did for because it was ordered by krishna krishna asked him to do he did so although he seemingly did similar things as a karmi would do but he actually was who did it on the order of krishna so he was not actually interested in any supremacy or anything but just because krishna asked him to do so he did it and when krishna left the planet he just left this world he, he was not concerned about remaining here and becoming a big lord and uh, he just left the world he walked to the himalayas without even speaking a word okay there is oh good there is eight kinds of illicit sex life So this is from where Shri Prabhupada lecture. Okay, thank you for that comment. So eight kinds of illicit sex, sex, uh, sexual activities. Smaranam, kirtanam, keli, and actually indulging in sex life. Prakshanam, looking, overlooking a nice boy or nice girl. Prakshanam is that was the worst was. Prakshanam. I don't know where is this. Guhem asanam. Okay, let's. prekshanam i don't know if, if it is to be found prekshanam mm no this is not the one well i don't know exactly i need to find its verse so anyway anyway we'll read from the comment uh, maybe i'll put this on the screen okay i'm completely covered but i i don't think you can even even read this because ha ah, you can you have to probably pause it because after 20 15 or 20 seconds it will go away um i'm just reading it smaranam kirtanam keli and actually indulging in sex life prekshanam uh, looking overlooking a nice boy or nice girl that is also against brahmacharya guhyam asanam whispering between girls and boys that is also against brahmachari guhyam asanam sankalpam then determination of sex life like okay let's how to 
you know, making plans for doing it. Vyavasaya, endeavoring how to affect sex life. So when we can stop all these activities, that is real brahmacharya. It is very difficult at the present age. Etan maithunyam ashtangam pravadanti manishinaha vikarita brahmacharyam eda ashtanam lakshanam iti. Wow, I really need to find this verse. Hmm. So, brahmacharya means that you cannot think of sex life, you cannot talk of sex life, you cannot whisper about sex life, you cannot endeavor for sex life. These eight types of activities in sex indulgence are against brahmacharya life. But here it is prescribed that if you want to make solution of the problems of life, then you adopt, you have to adopt a life of tapasya austerity which begins from brahmacharya. Shri Prabhupada lecture to Srimad uh, Bhagavatam verse 6.1.11, New York, July 25th, 1971. It's a very good verse. I mean, we have to find it. I don't know, 6.1.11, what is that? Let's see. Uh, 6.1.11, what is the verse? Or is it anywhere in the purport? No. Anyway, we will have to find that verse from somewhere. Prabhupada is quoting here. So anyway, thank you for that reference, uh, who Radhika Sakhi Mataji. Alright, I think that's the end of, that is the end of, yeah, so all the kings were not, not uh, devotees, you know, they were Karmakandis also involved and sometimes they are devotees, you know, but still they were Rajarshis, it's not that they went against Vedic rules and regulations, even those people, they used to do all the sacrifices, even if they were not pure devotees, they used to do all the sacrifices according to, you know, uh, the Vedas and everything that never f- went against the Vedas. So gradually they were elevated and some were actually exalted devotees. Alright, we will stop it here. Thank you very much. We will see you again tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Sri Shopanishad ki jai. Shri Prabhupada ki jai. Ananta Kodi Vaishnavarind ki jai. Chiradahi Utsav ki jai, Nityanda Prabhu ki jai, Itai Gaur Primanande, Hari Hari Bol, Hare Krishna.